Hi, thank you so much for joining the Falling for Learning podcast. I am T.D. Blinaw. We have this podcast to help parents and caregivers with having the resources, strategies, and tools needed to make sure that their children are on track for learning and to stay on track for success. This episode today is about failure. Now we have reached the end of the semester, and while I hope that many of you and your children have had a very successful semester, we know that there are children who fail classes. Now, I don't want you to uh, use this as a moment to catastrophize the situation, meaning that you tie this to their intelligence level, that you make it be about who they are as a person because they failed. Um, While you may not be happy and you want them to see some of your disappointment or your um, expectations, like how they did not meet your expectations, I don't want you to make them feel like the failure is the end of things for them, right? Because there are many opportunities for them to do better. Now, of course, that may mean summer school, that they're you know, redoing a class or classes during summer school. Um, there are also online programs like Apex where the kids can retake the classes. Even in my particular um, area, there are like a short little winter academy where kids can make up some hours and earn a higher grade. Um, in this case, uh, it could be a C they get after about 18 hours of coursework to make up that grade. Uh, so it's not the end of things for them. And please make sure they know that because failure is part of the learning process. Now, of course, we wish they would have those smaller failures during the during the semester where it's not at the end of the semester where it's a final F grade, um, but it is something that happens. Um, some of you, it may not be a fail, but maybe it's a D. So it really um, limits their choices for four-year uh, universities. Again, summer school or the Apex or something like that may also be a resource. So you could retake that class and replace that grade. So those are things that can be done. Now, I do want to be really clear about something. In our current stage, at least in my area where I'm in the um, Southern California area, it is very hard, very hard for kids to fail. So um, they really, you know, when I want to say they, the administration and different uh, school personnel are really um, pressing upon teachers to give students lots of support before they fail. So you should have gotten a call home. You should have seen that, um, you know, five week, 10 week, 15 week grade um, with the note there saying your child is in danger of failing. They can go to after school tutoring, before school tutoring, different options for them. And either your child didn't go, or maybe it is straight a skills issue, right? Like, they aren't reading that well. Maybe they don't speak English that well. And they weren't able to, despite their best efforts, 
you know, meet great level expectations. Um, But just to be really honest with you, most likely that's not the case. What probably is the case, um, and again, you need to know and find out, investigate what the specific situation is with your child, is that they just were not doing work for a variety of reasons. A lot of times our teens are, or our um, preteens, middle schoolers or something like that uh, in that age group, they are feeling um, depressed or something like that. Um, They might just say, oh, I'm being lazy. But if you're looking around to see what has recently happened, they may still be dealing with some type of loss. Now, loss could be a family member that's passed away or a friend or something like that. But it also could mean they're having relationship issues. And um, I know like some adults are like, oh, those kids don't know what love is or they don't know whatever. It it doesn't matter. It affects them sometimes. You want to really lean into what is going on with your child where they're not doing work. Um, so they may be depressed and not really... Uh, dealing well with whatever kind of situation is going on in their life. Um, There may be something else going on, uh, some deeper issue uh, that is causing them to act this way. Um, As far as when I'm saying not doing their work, not being responsible for getting their work in, not learning the content that they uh, need to pass the class. Uh, So, you know, really kind of lean in to figure out what's happening with your child, if that's getting them counseling or just doing a real you know, thorough check in with them yourself, because uh, a lot of times that's what the issue is. Um, So if it's not that they are really behind academically, which it could mean that, or that they are having, you know, a problem processing their feelings about something that's happening. And so we really have to make sure that you give them the support they need so that they are feeling better. So again, we just have to be really clear. Most likely, um, it's either a skills issue with your child or they are dealing with some type of depression or something like that, anxiety, some kind of issue where they're not performing in class. Um, And it even could be who's in the class. Someone in the class could be bothering them or it could be an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or something like that. And that is causing them anxiety. Uh, Sometimes there is a relationship issue with the teacher. And unfortunately, kids um, aren't able to move on past whatever conflict there is between their teacher, even though their teacher may not have a vendetta against them. Sometimes kids hold vendettas against teachers and won't do work for them. So you really, as a parent, have to do this investigation, figure out what it is happening, what is happening so that your child is able to perform. Sometimes when we talk about performance, they're performing for other kids. They are more interested in impressing the kids in class than doing work. Um, So again, find out what it is. It could be a variety of things, but what you want to be important, really, I really want to impress upon you. It's important not to equate your child's intelligence or their worth to their grades. And some of us do it inadvertently. Um, And of course, sometimes kids just give up like, well, I can't ever meet the standards that you have for me or like these requirements or expectations. And so they just give up. 
and they just, you know, are like, I'm not going to be able to make it. And again, let them know that you care about them and that failure is a part of a learning process. It doesn't have to be the end of the story or the end of what they're doing. There are ways to make up the work and to do better and learn from what happened in the past and to do much better as they're going forward. So that's very, very important to think about that. Um, So we also want to think in terms of when kids are feeling depressed or they may even not feel like school is a valid part of their time. I've had a couple of kids tell me that. And, you know, sometimes those kids are into like criminal activity or different things like that. They don't, they're not really specific about why they feel the way, you know, school is a waste of time or they can make more money doing other things more quickly. Um, It is a new type of economy in different ways. And so if kids have other skills or whatever, school might be something, you know, for a very, very, you know, small minority of kids that, you know, their skills and talents will um, benefit them more, um, you know, quickly than, you know, spending time in a traditional school setting. So if that's your child again, might be, you, you really have to figure out what makes sense for your child. And, you know, um, you know them best and think about what makes sense for them. But sometimes kids don't really have a direction, right? They don't know. They don't want to go to a four-year university or or something like that. And maybe that's just all they hear. And so they don't really know what the point is, you know, if they're not going to be able to do that or they really don't want to do that. Um, Especially if we're thinking about high school age and even middle school age, really helping to direct the work that they're doing and connect the work they're doing to whatever their goals are. And, you know, it may not be your cup of tea, right? It may not be what you want them to do, but it's something that really means a lot to them and they want to do art, video games, um, YouTubing, what, you know, being a YouTuber, whatever. Um, help them connect the things that they're doing, the, the tasks and lessons they're learning to what their goal is so that they can find some utility for what they're doing in school and help them link into learning, right? So instead of them, you know, kind of really falling out of like with the school or really feeling like this is not, you know, worth their time, what can you do to help them connect what they're doing in school to whatever their goals are? And to help lean in on their goals. If they want to be a YouTuber, help them start a YouTube channel. If they want to be a gamer or something like that, again, help them with that. Really help them pursue what they want to pursue and make, you know, tie it to the different work that they're doing with school and, um, you know, help incentivize them that way, right? If you do this, we're going to buy this game. If we do this, we'll have time with on your YouTube channel. I'll buy you that camera you need for your YouTube channel or equipment or whatever so that you are moving them forward. Now, we know that they may or may not stick with that 
goal, whatever it is that they said right now, that's more important than school. But it's important that we're still linking what they're doing to the learning that they're doing. So find ways to connect it, articles that you could read to them that are connected to what they're learning about. you know, activities that involve speaking and listening, which are part of our standards, um, activities for learning math, finances, all of that. Um, again, connecting it to what they're doing, measuring different objects or different things like that, that again, connects to what they want to do. So a lot of times, when we're doing those connections, those real world connections, we'll see a big difference in our what's going on with our children. Join us for Well-Educated Wednesdays every Wednesday on Instagram Live at Falling for Learning. It is a free parent question and answer session where parents can ask questions, learn about resources, strategies, and tips to make sure their children are on track for learning and stay on track for success. That's every Wednesday on Instagram Live at Falling for Learning. We look forward to seeing you and helping the next generation thrive. But I I do really want to be clear that in this day and age where there's a lot of compassionate grading and different things like that, Children are um, really earning those Fs a lot of times. Like it's it, teachers are doing a lot, and we have a lot of pressure on our on us to really make sure that we're giving children multiple opportunities, extended time for late work, um, not counting them off for late work. Just things that you know, if you're remembering when you were in school maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago, it was, wasn't was a thing. Of course, you got marked for late work. Um, maybe you um, even got marked um, down in your grade if you came to class late. Those uh, practices are of the past. We aren't really able to penalize kids for being late to class or um, things like that. Well, we really, um, they also really discourage or frown upon giving students zeros when they don't complete an assignment. So when you understand that your child is failing, you know, a lot of times they are really earning that grade. And again, that could be really poor attendance. They could be skipping class. And it could be because they're very depressed or they're caught up in a toxic relationship as teens, many teens or even preteens will get caught up in um, toxic relationships and they are not able to get focused on other things. Um, and again, look for professional help from you know counselors and different things like that to help your child out of some of these issues that you'll find that they are having. Um, But again, let them know that first and foremost, you love them and that you want them to be successful. Whatever that is for them, uh, their success is going to look different um, than yours, right? Even if they want to do a similar type of profession that you do, it still will look different because we're in a new day and age. Um, There's new trends and technology and And all of those factors will make their path to success look different than yours. But really support them. 
and really try to take seriously whatever it is that they're going through because sometimes as adults, we'll think, oh, that's not a big deal or that's not. And and for them, that's their whole world right now, whatever that situation is with their boyfriend or girlfriend or something that they're depressed about, um, even though it may not seem as as important to us, right? Uh, just think about when they were two and three years old, they used to be upset about things, a toy or something like that. And that wasn't a big deal. They're teenagers and their problems may not seem a big deal to you, but if it's really distracting them in a way where they can't you know, do their schoolwork or, or they feel like it's not important to do their schoolwork or they're feeling pressure to hang out with someone instead of go to class or whatever, whatever the case is, um, really support them, really support them um, in getting some professional help or mentoring or even make sure that you're checking in with them. Sometimes we as parents get very busy with work or we get um, caught up with, you know, adult issues or different things like that. And we kind of, you know, take our hands off the wheel when we're talking about steering our children and really supporting them and what they have going on in their lives. And that is a mistake. Some of us feel like our kids are get older and they're teenagers or they're uh, preteens and they're, they're good. And we don't really need, um, they don't really need us that much because they might be pushing us away, which is natural. It is natural parents for kids to push you away when they get older because, you know, they are supposed to be out on their own and doing their own thing. So they may not be so into you anymore, but they still need you and they still need your guidance and you to be steering them in the right direction Um, and really be open to them. Sometimes we get into a thing where they start talking about something or want to talk about something. They may want to talk about sex or boys or, you know, the opposite sex or whoever they're attracted to. And we don't want to talk about it yet. Like it's, they're too young for that or they don't, they shouldn't have to think about that or, you know, focus on school or something. And so what happens is our children end up getting advice from their, um, they start getting advice from their peers who don't know much of anything, right? So if you're not someone that they could talk to or you get really upset when they talk about things or you just deny that they, they have feelings or their feelings are important, um, then you're not someone they could turn to. And so you really want to reserve judgment when they're talking to you and they're trying to reach out to you because if you don't, they will find other people who are going to listen to them and who are going to talk to them and support them. If it's not you, it's going to be someone else, right? Um, because it is a tumultuous, tumultuous time for them. They are, they're growing up, they're having, you know, new feelings and emotions and hormones and hormones, all that, all kind of issues. And so how are you going to support them? Right. Um, Telling them or trying to treat them the same way that you did when they were five is not going to work. So we have to think in terms of how we can support our kids. You know, I know we get upset with them, but let them know it's out of love and then help them find a, a path forward because the failure is a symptom of something larger that they're dealing with. And you really have to be sensitive to that and be open to hearing what they have to say. And again, it may not align with your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, or whatever is going on with, you know, with your um, 
expectations are, but please do not shut them off. Um, Find ways to agree to disagree and to support them and be there for them because, you know, there will be other people that may not have their best interests at heart or be, you know, lead them in the right, right direction. And it could be really a disastrous situation if they're, you're not the person that they're able to turn to. So, you know, be aware of that. And again, we're at the end of the semester. Your kid may have failed, but that doesn't mean that you have fallen out of love with them. Let them know that. And then let's, you know, really be clear about actions, an action plan and steps to take forward. Um, And really make sure you're doing that fully informed, meaning that you've done some type of investigation to find out really why this has happened. Have you really just not been paying attention and giving them support they need? Is it that they're, you know, on the wrong track, like socially and have started to do, you know, not go to class, um, you know, hang out with the wrong crowd or whatever it is? You know, you really have to be aware of those things and pay attention. So make sure you get to the root cause. If it's a skill level thing, get them some tutoring. And sometimes you really have to invest, right? Spend that money. You know, again, you know, we spend money on certain things, um, but this is really worth it. You know, when you want to get your child on grade level to make sure they are on track. Um, or again, spend money on a therapist or something like that to make sure that those emotional blocks and, um, issues are really addressed, um, because you can't just ignore it and hopefully things will get better. Um, you really have to deal with issues head on for them. Um, so yeah, so really remember that your child's intelligence and let them know that their your their intelligence and your love for them are not tied to their grades and their achievements that you love them as they are but you want to help support them to reaching their goals and whatever those goals are thanks again for supporting the falling for learning podcast new episodes go live every saturday at 5 p.m. you can watch us on youtube.com at falling for learning or listen on all major podcast platforms such as Apple, Google, Audible, Spotify, and much more. For more resources, visit fallinginlovewithlearning.com. We really appreciate you. Have a wonderful week.